You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease it's monday june 7th i'm oscar ramirez from the daily dive podcast in los angeles and this is reopening america a look into the public safety app that is pushing boundaries and unfortunately making some mistakes along the way the citizen app recently put out a reward for the capture of a man who they believe started a brush fire in los angeles the man that was singled out didn't actually have anything to do with the fire the app was also considering branching out into somewhat of a private security force for a monthly fee. Former employees and some experts say that this new aggressive direction could do more harm than good. Sirus Farvar, investigative tech reporter at NBC, joins us for a look into the Citizen app. Thanks for joining us, Sirus. My pleasure. I wanted to talk about the Citizen app. They're a public safety app. The way they describe themselves is a safety network that sends alerts about nearby incidents, including crime. They were in the news just very recently in Los Angeles after their CEO, Andrew Frame, put out a $30,000 reward for the capture of a man that they thought was responsible for starting a brush fire that was threatening some homes in the area. I think there's some internal email saying, hey, get this effer and all that stuff like that. But uh, it ended up being false. He was not the man. Sheriffs wanted him for questioning. It ended up being another guy that they charged for the fires. But this kind of proves, uh, you know, the point that they can blow something up like this on this public safety app, go as far as putting out a reward for something and, uh, you know, can get a lot of people involved, possibly hurt. So, Sarus, tell us a little bit about Citizen App and, uh, you know, what's going on with them. Uh, There's a lot of concerns about them. 
Yeah, that's right. Um, and I think you just gave a very accurate summary of the reason why we're talking about it now in this incident in Los Angeles that's uh, certainly very troubling. Yeah, my colleague Dave Ingram and I spoke to a handful of former uh, employees at Citizen. And I think it's worth remembering that this company, which got started just not too long ago, several years ago, was originally called Vigilante. And it was originally designed to be, as you say, a public safety app. But in recent years, it's gone through something of a shakeup as some of their leadership has you know, turned over. And it's not really clear what the company's business model is, despite the fact that they have drawn a considerable investment from venture capital firms. Yeah, a lot of people uh, in some of the former employees you spoke to said that the way the app and the structure there, the, the company has kind of evolved is almost a return to that beginning, to that vigilante aspect of it. Now, I, I just want to kind of uh, preface it for people that don't really know much about this app. You know, it shows up a, a map of your local area. It looks like a little radar screen or something, and it, and it pinpoints things that are going around, crimes, fires, you know, a bunch of different things. You know, my own personal experience, one time I was at home, my wife was on her way home, and I said, hey, there's a lot of helicopters around. I don't know what's going on. Just be careful. And, you know, two seconds later, she texts me back. She's like, oh, there was a shooting nearby because she found it out in the citizen app. So in that respect, it does kind of work to alert people about things going on in their community. But, you know, all these other problems kind of arise after that. Yeah, and I think there's kind of a larger concern about what's sometimes called the fear economy. Uh, you know, other apps that in the name of public safety make people just very, you know, in the worst cases, kind of paranoid about the environment in which they live and work. And, you know, I think a lot of times you get an alert on an app like that and it tells you, you know, hey, there was a robbery or there was some other kind of violent crime that's happening near you. And it's not always clear, at least not to me, what action users are supposed to take uh, if it's, you know, if they're supposed to call the police, if they're supposed to avoid the area. Because, you know, I think a lot of times the plethora of, you know, of those kinds of alerts can be a little bit overwhelming. Yeah, exactly. You know, some of those other kind of surveillance apps you were mentioning, a lot of them use Amazon's Ring cameras, a Nextdoor app, Neighbors app. I think Amazon has some partnerships with law enforcement agencies to uh, get some of those videos to help their investigations. So, you know, there is this kind of network that ends up being used in all of this. Okay, so let's talk a little bit more about the early start of the Citizen app and how it started as Vigilante. I mean, what is their overall goal with the app? Because they talk about how they want to uh, provide a line between law enforcement and the community also. Does, does law enforcement use this app at all? Well, it's interesting you say that because the former chief of police of uh, the NYPD, uh, Bill Bratton, is on the company's board. So it's clear that they're trying to make inroads with the law enforcement community. But as you say, they're kind of trying to be, I think, a way for people to find out about things that first responders are working towards faster than perhaps conventional police and fire and other emergency services can inform the public as to what's going on. You know, it's worth noting kind of something that one of the former employees told me, which is that, you know, the way that this company works is that they're relying entirely on raw audio, you know, 911 traffic, other kinds of first responder uh, radio traffic. And a lot of times, you know, if you call in, you know, if you see a car accident or you see something outside your window and you call it into 911 and you tell them what you've seen, you may be reporting something wrong, not because you're intending to deceive anybody, but because you know, your angle may not be correct. You may be assuming that something is happening when it's not. And so it's important to remember that information that is being transmitted to kind of the 911 system and then out through the citizen app 
may in fact turn out to be incorrect or at least not quite as threatening as it may have initially seemed. Yeah, and that's kind of the other component too, right? So you see a ping on the app, something's going on. You know, if you're nearby, uh, somebody else using the Citizen app might feel compelled to go check it out. And then, you know, when you do open the app, you see photos, videos, live videos in a lot of cases of whatever's going on. And it really becomes this YouTube, TikTok, Instagram type thing where you're just kind of sitting there looking at some of the actions that are happening on the app. And, and that's part of the other issue, too, you know. People are saying it could be dangerous for people to show up at scenes like this when you don't know exactly what's happening just yet. Right. I think it's not very clear. You know, I think, you know, if you see a video of, you know, a fire or police responding to something, you know, it's not totally clear what exactly is happening. It takes time typically for law enforcement, for fire agencies to even know what's going on and be able to communicate that to the public. And so I think it's important to remember that just because, you know, somebody has called in with a 911 call reporting a possible threat of some kind doesn't necessarily mean that that is actually the case. As an app, how successful is it? How many downloads do we see? How many uh, in what locations is it centered? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, a, a tech firm that does, you know, these kinds of analytics called Aptopia uh, reports that it's been downloaded about 12, almost 12 million times. It's, you know, fairly popular, uh, particularly in recent years. But, you know, it's not really clear kind of where that is going. It, the downloads for the app peaked uh, last summer, about a year ago, uh, when there was nationwide protests in the wake of the George Floyd uh, murder. But it's not really clear how the company is going to continue forward. It obviously still exists. People can download it. People continue to use it. But again, it's still not clear what the company's real business model is. Going back a little bit to that incident in Los Angeles, it was their CEO, Andrew Frame, who kind of signed off on this uh, reward, $30,000 reward for the capture of that man who they thought started that fire, which was wrong. But uh, Andrew Frame himself has a pretty interesting background. Uh, he was a teenage prodigy as a hacker and uh, did a lot of stuff. Andrew Frame is certainly quite a character. Uh, there was a profile of him in Forbes magazine in August 2019 that kind of, as you say, talks about his background as an apparent hacker and, you know, how he wants to use his computer knowledge and, and interest in public safety to make an app that would be useful to the public, and, you know, if you take him at his word. Yeah, uh, he breached NASA computer systems when he was younger. He made tens of millions of dollars working at Facebook for building a network architecture there. So uh, super interesting on that respect. And, you know, as you mentioned, they, their kind of business model isn't clear. They're constantly evolving. Uh, some are, are worried that they might be getting into this thing about calling people out. They were also thinking about maybe doing some private security, doing some type of monthly service for subscribers. How was that supposed to work? Yeah, that's right. You know, and I should give credit where credit is due. There was some reporting done by Motherboard about how Citizen was driving around an SUV in Los Angeles just after this brush fire incident that you, that you mentioned. And it appeared that, that this was some sort of initial test for a private security force run by Citizen, but it's not really clear how that would be better or worse than the you know existing uh, law enforcement that does exist, uh, not to mention other types of private security that already do exist. I think that was going to be a $20 a month service. And it, you know, it could be as simple as uh, I'm walking home. I need uh, to talk to somebody just in case something happens. But uh, I think they kind of scrapped that for the meantime. But we'll see if uh, something 
you know, evolves out of there. In the end, in all the people, all the former employees of Citizen that you spoke to, what were their top concerns? I mean, what are they thinking that's going to happen with all of this? Because uh, somebody even mentioned in there that there was always kind of this uh, red line that they were pretty confident that Andrew Frame wouldn't cross going into some of this crazier territory. But what are their concerns with all of this? Yeah, I mean, I think this red line that you mentioned, this was one uh, former employee who told us that there was a, quote, clear red line that he, meaning Andrew Frame, could never cross, which was to not identify specific people in the app, not to start manhunts. And he seems to have broken, apparently, his own rule. And it's, it's, I think, troubling when we see a scenario on the Internet in general where a platform, a company, a CEO uses their power to target someone, whether that's on Twitter or other kinds of Internet platforms. And then here you add the kind of higher stakes of public safety and an active fire that's burning in an urban area. That certainly adds to the tension. And it is extremely troubling, I think, when it turns out that the person that the CEO has targeted and is offering money up for is wrong. And local law enforcement says as much. You know, I think that that's certainly troubling. What was their response to that whole situation? I mean, they obviously got it wrong and were falsely accusing somebody. How did they react to that? It's not totally clear. The Los Angeles Sheriff's Department said that this reward was disastrous because it could have led to someone getting hurt. However, that wasn't, didn't turn out to be the case. Deputies eventually found this person that Citizen named. They questioned him. They released him. They had no evidence to charge him with, anybody, with anything. And eventually uh, there was another suspect who was charged with starting this fire. Yeah, I think uh, for their part, the Citizen app people just said they moved too quickly, uh, you know, and, and, and made that mistake. So it's just an interesting look to see how they've developed over time. And as we mentioned, the evolution doesn't seem like it's done yet. Who knows what will be the next step for them? So we'll keep monitoring all of that. Sarus Farvar, investigative tech reporter at NBC News. Thank you very much for joining us. You're welcome. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com, that's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. 
For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.